Welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. So before I start, I'd like to take this opportunity to remind you that you can become a sponsor of the podcast by subscribing to my Patreon channel, which is Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. Um, and every month on that channel, we do a live reading session for subscribers. And we have our own private Discord channel as well for some online chat and an online community. So I have kept the price at the introductory price of um, two euro or $2.50 per month, but I will be raising it soon. So get yourself um, locked in to that low price uh, while you can. So now in this episode today, I want to talk about grief and belief and how our understanding of life after death can help us deal with our grief, or maybe doesn't help us, as the case may be. Um, now, some of you may be listening to this and, you know, you're just curious about the whole spiritual thing and you're still unsure about whether or not there is a life after death. OK, and that's fine. OK, in my experience, the majority of people only think about this subject when they've lost somebody or if they're about to lose someone. OK, because they have a loved one, maybe who's ill or even if you have a loved one suffering with dementia. OK, then you've already lost the person that they were or the relationship that you've had with them. And it's at this time, you know, it's very normal, you know, for people to just think about your spirituality um, at that point. So don't berate yourself for that, okay? But that's what I want to talk about today, okay? About how having some knowledge or understanding of the process of what our souls or our spirits go through, how this can help you through the process of grief or it can help you to prepare for grief, okay? You know, it's the same as when someone close to you gets sick. You know, everyone says, you know, research the condition that they've been diagnosed with, okay? Because knowing the process can take away some of the anxiety. You know, if you know what, what's ahead of you and what you're facing, then you're not scared of it. You can prepare yourself. And it's the exact same when you're talking about death. If you have some idea of the process, then that can take away the anxiety that the unknown can bring. Okay. Now, when we talk about grief, okay, believe me, okay, even us mediums, as if we're something special, but even mediums grieve, okay, and I'll explain why. Because when someone comes from a, for a reading, someone comes to me or any medium, go to a re for a reading uh, from their loved one who's passed to spirit, we can give them information, okay, that's evidence that their loved one still lives on, okay? We can talk about who the person was. We can talk about um, things that they did or things that they said when they were alive. And we can also talk about things that have happened since their passing, because this in itself is evidence that they're still around and that they still see what's going on in our lives. OK, but when it comes to ourselves, you know, when a medium's talking about themselves, 
How can I tell myself things that I already know about my loved ones? Okay? I already know their names, you know, what they did for a living, if they liked sugar in their tea or whatever, okay? And I also already know what has been going on in my life since they passed away. Therefore, I can't give myself any evidence, you know, because I already know this stuff. So am I just, you know, inserting that information for myself or am I getting it from spirit? So it's always better if you don't go to a medium, you know, that knows you. And as well as that, you know, I'm too emotionally connected to my own loved ones to be rational about a connection. And, you know, even readings from my own relatives, it isn't something that I do, okay? They won't believe me anyway, (laughs) they don't, because I'm telling them things that I already know about our family. So even mediums will go to other mediums for a connection with their loved ones, okay? It's just how we roll. (laughs) Anyway, grief has nothing to do with connection. A mediumship reading can bring comfort and closure, but it's not grief counselling and it will not stop you from grieving. Okay? Grief is missing someone. You know, if my husband went away working for six months, I'd miss him something terrible. Okay, I would. Even if, you know, I could talk to him on the phone or on Zoom or whatever, it still wouldn't be the same as sitting down and having a chat or a cuddle or whatever, okay? Grief is missing someone and knowing that you will never have them or the relationship with them back. Now, I did talk in a previous episode about how our relationship with, you know, our loved ones continues in in a different way after death. So I won't be going into that here, okay? But you can check out episode 27 for that discussion. So when we're talking about grief, we're not just talking about the first few days or weeks after someone dies. We're talking about the months, the years and the decades afterwards. Okay, you know, if you have someone that you lost quite a while ago, you'll be going along and you think you're okay. But then, you know, a song will come on the radio or you'll hear someone's voice or someone calling a name that's the same as their name. Okay, and this instantly makes you think of them and immediately you break down. Okay, you might be going through some old photos and you're reminded of having them here or of a specific incident that occurred. Okay, and that will make you break down. Okay, this is grief. You know, it's real and it's hard and it happens to everybody, okay? But holding on to grief can wear you down. You know, it gets heavy. Um, It's like when someone gives you um a little newborn baby to hold, okay? The baby's tiny and it weighs practically nothing, but you hold on to it tightly because you want to be careful with it. You want to treat it right. But the longer you hold on to it, the heavier it becomes. Okay, your arms start to cramp and you need to let go at some point. Okay, preferably not to drop the baby, but to put the baby down or to give the baby to somebody else. But this is what grief is like. Okay, it gets us through the hard points. 
But at some point we need to be kind to ourselves and not to hold on to it so tightly. Okay. Now, working through your grief doesn't mean forgetting about your loved ones. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is that you should concentrate on how they lived, not how they died. Okay. Concentrate on the time you spent with them and not the fact that they're gone. Okay. So can knowledge of the spiritual process really help with our grief? Okay. In my opinion, absolutely. Okay. There's no ifs, buts or two ways about it. Absolutely. So if we talk about the process of dying, okay, if any one of you have been lucky enough to guide a loved one through this process, you can learn a lot from them. Okay. But also reading other people's experience in advance can prepare you, you know, for what's going to happen or, you know, what your loved one might be going through. Because people who are near death often talk about other people in the room that you can't see, you know, or they talk about seeing birds or lights or, you know, anything. Now, this doesn't mean that they're hallucinating. Okay. It doesn't mean that they're on really strong medication or anything. But what they see as they draw closer to death is the spirit world gathering around them. Okay. They might be seeing their relatives or even in some cases, someone they don't know. You know, um, when my aunt died in London, she'd been sick with cancer for a few months and she was in the hospital and for almost two full weeks before her passing, she talked about seeing a little girl sitting in the chair in the corner of her room. And she wouldn't allow any of us to sit in that chair because there was a little girl there. Now, we don't know who that little girl was. She didn't even recognize the little girl. But whoever that little girl was, she comforted my aunt because my aunt knew that she was dying, okay? And she was starting to get nervous about it. She was down to her last couple of weeks. Things were getting more difficult for her. And just seeing this girl there all the time, she said even when she woke up at nighttime, she could see the little girl sitting there. Okay, this brought her some comfort. Okay, because she knew that she wasn't on her own. Um, Now, in 2021, I sat with my husband's grandmother, okay, when she was ill. Now, she was 91 and we knew that her time was very short. Um, But, you know, I'd sit and I'd chat to her for hours and me and her just, you know, we sat there watching all the old classic films, okay, and we loved all the Jane Austen adaptations, you know, we watched all of that stuff in her last few weeks. But one day out of the blue, she pointed to the top of her wardrobe and she asked me if I could see the bird there, okay. I told her that I couldn't, but I asked her to describe what she saw. And she said it was like that the bird was made out of light, that it wasn't a real bird, like it was, um, I don't know what you'd call it. You know, the way they can put those light figures, I suppose, when they can put dead singers on stage and stuff, okay? Kind of like that. But she said that the bird had been flying around her room all night the night before. And you know, that lady's husband had passed 13 years before her And he had described a similar sight to my husband the day before his passing. Okay, he talked about seeing a robin in the, the, I was going to say the hotel room, I beg your pardon, the hospital room with him. Okay, 
So now, if you're more interested in that, in episode 24, I do go into more detail about deathbed visions. Okay, so you can have a listen to that to find out more. But my point here is that knowing about this phenomenon in advance, it can have you prepared. And not only will it take the fear away from you, but will also position you to take the fear away from your loved one so that they're not scared, you know, when or if it happens to them. Okay, that they'll know that you can explain to them, you know, that it's just your loved ones gathering round. You know, that can bring them so much peace too. that, you know, takes the fear away. And, you know, it's a small thing. Okay, but it can help with the grief process. Because, you know, as I said, my husband's granddad told him about this the day before his passing. But my husband didn't tell me until after his granddad had passed. Okay, it was playing on his mind and causing him to grieve more. And instead of dealing with his grief, he was stressing about what seeing the bird actually meant. Okay, so knowledge is power. Once I was able to explain this to him, like it meant so much sense to him, but it also gave him a sense of peace because he knew that somebody was around for his granddad. Now, there's also been lots of cases where people in the room with the person who is preparing to cross to the spirit world have seen visions. OK, um, and, you know, yeah, I'm a medium. OK, but I can only relay my own experiences. And a couple of years ago, my uncle was in his final hours and I saw a lady sitting on the edge of his bed. OK, she was a young lady that I didn't recognize. But when I described her to my mother, and I described what she was wearing, her hairstyle and everything. Um, that evening, my mother went and got me a picture of my uncle's late wife um, that was taken back in the 1960s. And she was exactly as I had described her, even down to the clothes that she was wearing in that picture. OK. Um, and even when, you know, that lady herself had passed, um, I had gone in to see her uh, a couple of days before she passed. And... Um, I saw a man in the room, in the hospital room with her, and he told me that he was her brother. Um, but I didn't know that any of her brothers had died. I hadn't heard it. I didn't think any of her brothers had died. So when I asked her daughter, she told me that one had actually died a few months before. Okay, but that man didn't live near us and I didn't know him in life. Okay, I didn't know anything about his passing. Okay, life is busy. We don't always keep up to date with everything. OK, so even just for me to have not known, you know, that brother, um, you know, she was married to my uncle. I didn't necessarily know all her, um, her own family. Um, I met one or two of them over the years. But um, yeah, I hadn't met this guy and I didn't know that he died and he had and he was there for her, you know. Um, and, you know, I can still almost hear you all saying, but you're a medium. It's so easy for you. OK. So believe me, okay, in emotional situations, it's not that easy. And it's definitely not easy when you're dealing with your own family as you're too emotionally involved, okay? Um, now that said, I'm consistently saying to you, and I say it again, that I don't do anything that you can't do. So you just need to believe in yourselves, okay? Now, OK, so I know we're talking about before death, OK, because that might be something that some of you have experienced before. Uh, but also the knowledge or belief of what happens after death can help you. 
because knowing that your loved ones will be met by their family and friends and that they won't be alone. I mean, that in itself is so comforting and it stops us worrying about them. And also knowing that illness or injury is connected to the physical body and that once they pass over that they're not sick or sore anymore, but they're free of all ailments, you know, that they'd struggled with towards the end of their life. This is so important. But, you know, if you think especially about someone who has watched a loved one decline in life because of dementia, okay, dementia, Alzheimer's, whatever, you know, if they haven't been recognizing you or knowing who they themselves even were, you know, and, you know, I had an aunt who had dementia, so I've, I've witnessed it. So even just by understanding that that dementia, that condition was connected to the physical body. And now they have that lens of confusion removed from them after they've passed. That can give us closure and help us to be happy for them. Okay. And I even did an episode on, I think it was just last week, about what spirit do in the afterlife. Okay. And even understanding this in itself and knowing that your loved ones, even though they miss you, that they don't spend all their time over there crying and feeling sorry for themselves, but that they have so much good work to do there and that they are fulfilled but still able to come and visit you when you need them, okay? So my point here again is that knowledge is power. If you understand the process, it takes away the guesswork and the anxiety around all of your questions, okay? Like, you know, people often wonder why their loved ones don't communicate with them immediately after passing. But those of us, you know, who've researched and, you know, worked with the topic, we know that it takes time for them to build up their energy after their passing. Now, I'm not promising you that you won't grieve. You absolutely 100% will. And there will be days when it will cripple you. But knowing what it's like for them will give you strength to deal with it. And it will also give you hope in the knowledge that you will see them again one day. Okay, so I hope that this helps and I hope that it makes sense to you. Okay, that we're not just talking about, um, you know, oh, your grief will disappear if you know what happens to them or if you understand that they're met by their loved ones on the other side. That's not the case, you still have to grieve What I'm trying to say to you is that your energy won't be taken up with trying to figure all this stuff out. You will, like you'll know this stuff, okay? And it will allow you the time and the energy to look after yourself, that you won't have to be preoccupied with worrying about them, okay? So belief does help grief. Knowledge is power and all the other sayings that you can think of, okay? It really will help you with your grief journey. It won't take it away from you. It will just help, okay? 
So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'd like to remind you again that I'm trying to build up a community while keeping the podcast alive. So please consider subscribing to my Patreon channel. It's called Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. And join us in there for our monthly sessions and our online community. And I will see you again in the next episode. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything.